The following broadcast is brought to you by Sons of God International and Freedom Fellowship Church. Hello, and welcome to the prophetic voice of our time, where we focus on the voice of prophecy, which is the testimony of Jesus Christ. Our host, Christina Sasso, is a senior pastor at Freedom Fellowship Church. Let's hear what she has to say to the body of Christ. God bless you for tuning in. Hello. This is Christina Sasso of Freedom Fellowship Charts and Sons of God Ministries International, and you are listening to the prophetic voice of our time. How is everybody? Is everybody ready for the um, holy days for Christmas? I am getting there, but I still have lots of uh, preparation to do. And also, if you notice that you hear more from Joshua and the other members of the ministry team, and uh, you're hearing less from me. I started delegating to Joshua and to others. This is a result of the training and discipleship I have been conducting, ministry-wise, personal-wise, as well as business training. And I know, and it is my hope and my expectation, that they will do greater things than me. Besides, they are a lot nicer than me. They will also skin you alive and will continue to do so, but you will not feel tremendous pain until you realize that you're being rebuked through their message. But not with me. You will definitely feel it, that you're being skinned alive, that you're being called out. That is uh, who I am. I cannot sugarcoat things, but my motivation is to bring you closer to our Lord Jesus Christ. And that will be the mission and the vision and the calling of this ministry. So you will expect greater things from the ministry team and greater things are ahead. And it makes me so happy that there are leaders, young leaders that I trained, who will continue the mission and vision of this ministry even when I graduated here on the earth. Amen? Oh, by the way, thank you for everyone who greeted me on my birthday last month. I did not realize how far is the outreach of this ministry until I received birthday greetings, flowers, gifts, yes, money from people all over the Philippines, Canada, Thailand, some parts of Europe, some parts of Africa, and from different states in the United States. I am humbled, encouraged, inspired at the same time. I really am greatly encouraged. It means to say that me talking to a microphone and nobody is listening, or I think that nobody's listening, because sometimes, like preparing for this radio, it seems like I'm in the wilderness and I'm just talking to the wall. But now, I realize more and more each day the reasons I believe that I don't hear from you is because I always skin you alive. Some would just want to call me and tell me that I shall not be preaching because I'm a woman, that I'm a woman pastor, and they just want to straighten me out. Well, get in line, bud. Do you think that will stop me? I did not call myself. I did not apply for this job. God called me in the front lines. 
and he is the only one who can, who can take me down or ask me to stop. And at the same time, did it ever occur to you that if only you obeyed God and put him first, if only you answer your call, I will be doing something different. Not on the radio, not as a pastor. I will be managing my own companies, attending to my rose gardens and vegetable garden. I am in the front lines because some of you made a mess of things. All you teach God's people is religiosity. Or you did not respond to your calling, and now you think that it's too late. As long as you're here on earth, take your post, repent, and make the necessary correction. You still have time, okay? But don't prolong anything anymore. Time is of the essence. And you know what? God knows that I am going to obey Him and will follow His instruction. So it's almost the end of the year. Get in line and take your post. And while you're at it, repent, okay? And do the right thing. Do not leave anything unfinished. Do not postpone your obedience on the things that you must do or the right thing that you need to do in 2023. Don't postpone it for next year. There's a lot of great and exciting things and challenges, of course, for year 2024 and beyond. But let us be productive and try to do everything that we can to finish 2023 with a big bang. Amen? And for those of you that are in pain, physical pain, still waiting for the manifestation of your healing, do not give up. I continue to pray for all of you, believing God with you. You are needed in the kingdom, and that sickness or disease, they're not from the Lord, Jesus. God still loves you, and he wants you healed. He nailed your sickness and disease and your sorrow at the cross 2,000 plus years ago. He wants you healthy, blessed, and wise. Amen? Stop saying or asking questions of unbelief. Do not give in to fear. God is more than able and more than anything else. It is His will that you be healed because He loves you. Okay? It does not matter who or what caused your sickness or you're sick because you sinned. You already repented. Do not continue to punish yourself, okay? Forgiveness is from God and unconditional love, and that's how he loves you unconditionally, okay? Let me pray for you. Holy Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, I pray for joy, manifested healing, holy laughter for your people. I speak deliverance for all of them and their loved ones, and healing to the afflicted. I pray for healing and reconciliation in the family in the name of Jesus. And I thank you, Lord, for financial breakthrough. And thank you for the houses that we didn't build. And thank you for any other capital and any other resources needed for the businesses and for the transfer of wealth and influence. And above all, Lord, thank you that we hear your voice, and to the voice of a stranger, we will never follow. We ask for wisdom, and we thank you in advance, in Jesus' name. 
Mark your calendar and join us on December 31st, Sunday at 7 p.m. for the prophetic gathering of the saints. Dress up for Jesus. All right? There will be a registration fee of $30 per person. And we are not going to live stream this event. I was praying one time and the Lord gave me a theme for this event. This is the first time. The love of God. We were going to celebrate his goodness. We were going to move in his power. Okay? And that's what we're going to celebrate. December 31st, 2023, Prophetic Gathering of the Saints. And we are, we continue, I continue to prophesy. And I continue to believe and praise God for the salvation of our family members. And that they too will be a part of the transfer of wealth and influence. So keep on believing. Keep on thanking God. He is more than able and he is faithful. Amen. So we are, we are going to dress up. We're going to celebrate the love of Jesus. And we're going to enjoy his goodness. Okay. We are going to depend on the power of God and the love of God. Because his love, love never fails. And we're not going to fail. We are going to have a wonderful time with Jesus. And we will enjoy the fellowship of one another. You can register by going to our website, SOGMI.org, and click Events. Again, it is SOGMI.org, and click Events. Or, if you want to register via mail, you can mail your check to Post Office Box 1579, Helotes, Texas, 78023. Seating is limited. And this prophetic gathering of the saints is a required not just for the Jews, but for Christians as well to celebrate it. So that's why we are celebrating it. Amen? What was required for us, according to the scripture, not just for the Jews, but for us as well, to celebrate the Passover, being Jesus as our Passover lamb, to celebrate the Feast of Harvest, or Pentecost, and the end of the year gathering. And this is what we are doing. Amen? And I continue to receive praise reports of family reconciliations, healing and salvation from the congregation of Freedom Fellowship Church and our partners and members of this ministry. So I will continue to stop to praise God and thank Him until all our loved ones are saved. And I continue to prophesy for the manifestations of that. Okay? So I am excited. I am excited and we are all going to focus and obey the Great Commission. During the last uh, Philippine mission, that was last October this year, the theme of the message and the focus of our training, conferences, even the crusade, is to return to your first love. Revelation chapter 2 verse 4. If you believe that we are living in the book of Revelation right now, this year, at this time, then this is the first and foremost that you have to do, that I have to do, to return to our first love, our Lord Jesus Christ. And let us set our hearts and put him front and center. Okay, let me read. Let me read that. Revelation chapter 2, verses 2 through 4. And I'm going to read from Amplified Version. It says, Revelation chapter 2, verses 2 through 4. And probably I'm going to read all the way through verse 5. I know your industry and activities, 
laborious toils and trouble, and your patient endurance, and how you cannot tolerate wicked men, and have tested and critically appraised those who call themselves apostles, which are special messengers of Christ, and yet are not, and have found them to be impostors and liars. So you have a discernment, and you're very careful, okay? And uh, you are not just followers, okay? Verse 3, I know you are enduring patiently and are veering up for my name's sake, and you have not fainted or become exhausted or grown weary. Verse 4, but I have this one charge to make against you, that you have left, abandoned the love that you had at first. You have deserted me, your first love. Sometimes we think that uh, if we focus on, uh, on the ministry, on, on preaching the gospel and everything else that we're, we're doing God a favor, that we're doing right. No, we have to minister and meet Jesus' needs. And that is the fellowship acknowledgement that he is our first love. Amen. Let me repeat it again. Verses 4, and I'm going to read all to verse 5. But I have this one charge to make against you, that you have left, abandoned the love that you had at first. You have deserted me, your first love. Remember then from what heights you have fallen. Repent. Change the inner man to meet God's will. That is open and close parenthesis. And do the works you did previously when first you knew the Lord. Or else I will visit you and remove your lampstand from its place unless you change your mind and repent. Remember, remember I kept on repeating that shook me when uh, the Holy Spirit uh, showed that uh, to me. In Matthew chapter 7, it says, um, Many in those days will come to me and says, Lord, Lord, did we not prophesy in your name? Did we not cast out demons? Did we not lay hands on the sick? And Jesus said, Truly, I will tell you, I never knew you. See, they did the works of the ministry. They got so busy, but uh, the Lord Jesus never knew them. Why were they able to cast out demons? Because the word of God works. The principles of the kingdom of God is very effective. The word of God is mighty and very effective. Okay? And that is why. So, you know how, how you fell in love with Jesus when you first got saved? Everything is so new. You, you look at things differently and... And, um, and you are emotional so much because of the love of God. And you loved him first and foremost. And now, let us return to that. Let us, uh, le let us uh, establish that intimate, personal relationship with our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Okay. And the message that we taught in the Philippines, especially to those leaders who attended our conferences, sent a shockwave and, and they realized that they need to prioritize the will of God instead of their own personal agenda. And those people who got saved in, uh, in the, our uh, miracle crusade, they got saved because they experienced and received and have heard the love of God through our Lord Jesus Christ and their lives were never the same again. God touched those that, that were sick. 
Every time we do the works of God, even you, we cannot really measure our impact until the time that Jesus will open the book of life. We will then realize our impact and also the opportunities that we missed or lost. And one of the obvious result of our last trip in the Philippines is the ministry in the Philippines continue to expand. Our presence is now in Metro Manila, which is the capital, the Philippines, and in five provinces. So our training and discipleship must continue. This year, I traveled to the Philippines twice, me and Joshua together, and Singapore. Then I traveled with Mike in Mexico. And this will continue. And you will be continued to be sent forth, but you need to return to your first love. Majority of our congregation in the Philippines, even in the leaders in the Philippines, are between the ages of 40 and younger. And we have hundreds of children who love the Lord, and they are so cute. And we have hundreds of teenagers, high schoolers, that we are training and encouraging. Okay? And also, I, it is very encouraging to see the faith of many elderlies there and their hunger for the things of God matches the exuberance and the energy of the young people. And here in Texas, I continue to meet regularly with the young business group of the ministry, give them instruction, changing their mindset from consumer to producer, to have the mindset, to have the mind of Christ, and to set aside their own agenda for greater works and greater pur purpose for them to meet their destiny. And I have to spend time with them. And you know, we cannot disciple or train anyone effectively and powerfully, not unless we walked the talk, okay? When it comes to healing, we have to walk it. When it comes to salvation, we need to get saved. When it comes to the gifts of the Holy Spirit, we need to use them. And as far as uh, the uh, transfer of wealth and influence, we have, we have to have walked it so that we'll understand so that the business community and other people from all sector of society will start coming uh, to our services and start fellowshipping with the saints. Because right now, we don't meet. We don't meet or we don't give them or cannot give them what they need. And we are changing that at Freedom Fellowship Church, okay? Parents are not allowed to give their five cents how their children needs to be um, instructed or trained. They're, they're not allowed. That will disqualify their children if they continue to do that, okay? And uh, because I am training not just leaders, I'm training those who's going to take over the arts and entertainment, who's going to be to run for political office one day and, and apply the principles of the kingdom in every sector of society, not just in our Sunday services, not just preparing them to preach, okay? We preach and we ministered people by the way we live and by the way we treat each other, okay? And this is what has been missing in the body of Christ, and I will do everything. I will do my part to prepare the next generation. I am excited for them, actually. And we called out for them to study, to pray, to listen and obey God. And they will be trained 
like Joseph's in the Bible, the Daniels, the, uh, the, um, the um, Aquila and Priscilla as husband and wife working together, okay? Lydia, a single businesswoman. Because you know why? You can manage companies and at the same time preach the gospel of good news. If we take over the arts and entertainment, for example, we're not going to improve what they have. We're not going to copy what they have. We're going to change it and transform the arts and entertainment. That is just one example. Amen? So our churches or our ministries, our lives as a Christian, need to be profitable. And we should stop identifying ourselves as a non-profit organization. Our works in the kingdom of God and for the kingdom of God is for the profit of all. We're not just talking about money. If we focus on money, we're going to miss the, the, the 80 to 90% of why we're here, why we are called in the leadership position. So when our young people take over, which is very, very soon, when the transfer of influence manifests, it is for the profit of all. Just like Joseph, Joseph's gift and, and his counsel to the Pharaoh not just only elevated him and promoted him to be the second in line to the Pharaoh. We always focus on that teaching. It is for the profit of all, not just the Egyptians, the entire world, and also the nation of Israel. It is for the profit of all. This is what we need to see the transfer of wealth. And it takes a lot of unlearning for all of us. It is for the profit of all. Okay? The love of God and the kindness of God and His will and His ways of doing things in every sector of society will be put on display by this next generation. Okay? In Titus chapter 3, starting with verse 1, I'm going to read from NIV. Remind the people to be subject to rulers and authorities, to be obedient, to be ready to do whatever is good. This is for all of us. To slander no one, to be peaceable and considerate, and to show true humility toward all men. At one time, we too were foolish, disobedient, deceived, and enslaved by all kinds of passions and pleasures. We lived in malice and envy, being hated and hating one another. But when kindness and love of God, our Savior, appeared, He saved us, not because of righteous things we had done, but because of His mercy. He saved us through the washing of rebirth and renewal by the Holy Spirit, whom He poured out on us generously through Jesus Christ, our Savior, so that having been justified by His grace, we might become heirs, having the hope of eternal life. This is a trustworthy saying, and I want you to stress these things so that those who have trusted in God may be careful to devote themselves to doing what is good. These things are excellent and profitable for everyone. If we follow the principles of, of our God, it is for the profit of all. So we should have a mindset of a king, of a ruler, because we are seated at the right hand of God with Jesus Christ, ruling and reigning with him here on earth. This is where we're supposed 
to focus. This is where what we're supposed to get trained. This is what the kind of preaching that we need to preach or to receive. Amen. So God bless you for tuning in. Don't forget, it is a required for all of us to come together at the end of the year to bring glory to God. And that's what we're doing every year. So join us for the prophetic gathering of the saints on Sunday, December 31st at 7 p.m. We are going to dress up for Jesus and you can go to our website, sogmi.org and click events and register, okay? This is in-person gathering or you can mail your check to post office box 1579, Helotis, Texas 78023. I repeat, seating is limited and once we reach the number we are going to close the registration amen god bless you for tuning in until next time thanks for tuning in you've been listening to the prophetic voice of our time we really hope you were blessed by today's episode and if you were we want to hear from you you can call us at 210-695-1630. Or you can email us at sogmi at outlook.com. That's S-O-G-M-I at outlook.com. And we really encourage you to visit our website, sogmi.org. That is S-O-G-M-I That's where you can listen to previous episodes of this podcast and even support this podcast. We're supported by listeners just like you. So if you want to support this ministry, you can go to SOGMI.org and hit the donate button. You can also send a check to P.O. Box 1579, Helotus, Texas 78023. Again, that is P.O. Box 1579, Helotus, Texas 78023.